What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up. Never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com. George, look up yonder. Look what Rudolph's nose lift away to. Yeah, the island of no name. Wahoo! Now, Rudy, so's old Eon don't see us coming. You better douse your nose, but keep that hope burning bright inside. Okay, Big Ben. Hey, what's that for? Look at my clock. <laughs> 11.30, New Year's Eve. Sounds, kazooks and odd bodkins. We have but one half hour. We've got to be quick then. Come on, men. Let's get happy. Bob Seska. Mr. Money Man, that's right. Eddie Money wishing everybody a very happy holiday. That's a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and everybody have a safe and wonderful New Year. The Bob Seska Show. Oh, oh, please let this work. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, December 31, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. What's happening? Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1,442 of the Trump crisis, 20 days until Inauguration Day, and... Holy God, we have a cast of thousands. Art Carney is here, Beatrice <laughs> Arthur, TV's Harvey Corman, <laughs> Diane Warren, uh, and a performance by the Jefferson Starship. <laughs> All right, let's Star start Wars this. on ice. I know. Let's bring everyone in. Okay, we're doing a spe- it's our special uh, FU to 2020 New Year's Eve special show here. Uh, on the Bob Seska show. And we show. brought the whole clown car. Everyone is, the entire clown car is absolutely here. We have got. Bob, would you like to introduce your friend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 Dad, come on, listen yeah. to Dad. That's a great way to start. Buzz Burbank is here. TV's Buzz Burbank from Buzz Burbank News and Yay. Comment, buzzburbank.com, also realmnetwork.com. Three more newscasts left to go. They are Bye. the final editions of uh, Buzz Burbank News Aww. and Comment, so make sure to subscribe. For the final three episodes, because I, I think they're going to be gigantic. I think they're going to be huge. Meanwhile, uh, T-Rex David Ferguson is here from the T-Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash T-Rex Report, and 
from the band Astral Summer. His uh, band partner, Dave Martin, is also going to be performing here uh, later on the show. Uh, we've got a thousand people on the show today because Dave's <laughs> Dave's son, Ike, is here, too. Ike's <laughs> family of acrobats. Can we fit more people in the room? I don't know. Also, who am I leaving out? Did I mention Jody? My, my partner. Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, also sexyliberal.com, and her partner, Sean Barton, also here today. Hi, Sean. It's so sad. No, it really <laughs> is. You know, we're just, we're the poor stepchildren all the way on the West Coast. That's what it is. <laughs> Welcome to public access. I, I'm just amazed everything is working still, and I'm so knocking don't on say that. all now the wood. Jesus, Bob. Come Thank on. you for having us. And of course, Rocky Mountain Mike from the yeah. Stephanie Miller yeah. Show is here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And is is Kimberly here? Is Kimberly all? I don't Shut see up. her. Schedule. She, she was scheduled her. to appear. She's still getting, honey. She's still getting out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. What the hell is it that? It says here she's scheduled to appear. Scheduled. So she- <laughs> I, I hope she is. Kimberly is uh, officially protesting. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to plug in her headphones as a ah, ah. jump out there. Yes, okay, here so I am. Welcome. Yeah, there's there's Kimberly Kimberly A. Johnson with the agenda of man aside. I forgot you know what? I forgot to play Buzz Burbank's jingle because I need any oh, excuse God. to play it. When you say Buzz Burbank, <laughs> you've said it all. Okay, now we can start. Now we've got now. everything in the can. We're ready to roll here. So um I don't even know where to begin. I, I guess, you know, we could talk about politics a little bit, but <laughs> Who the hell wants right. to do that? I guess <laughs> here, that. here's the main thing. If we're going to talk about politics, I guess the first topic we have to cover is uh, is will Trump pardon himself? We're going to get to a lot of the fun stuff here in just a second, because the last week and a half has been like its own 2020 compacted into uh, just uh, 10 or 13 days. So um, is I think that's a new category on Pornhub, self-pardoning. <laughs> Well, the, the question is, I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's yeah. going to do it, and I think uh, there are going to be legal challenges to that. And I think the ultimate oh, yeah. question comes down to, does Trump pardon himself, and does the Supreme Court back him up on the self-pardon? And if they do, so. does that not make the president immune to basically everything? Like, you can just exactly. do whatever the hell he wants. Let's start, You know what? Let's start with Buzz Burbank. And uh, what do you think, Buzz? There, is, is Trump going to pardon himself? What's going to happen? The, the only thing Trump needs more than money for his legal defense, and he's successfully raising that, is a pardon. Yeah. Uh, I, I, his best bet, really, would be to have to resign and have Pence do it. But I, you know, yeah. I don't know. He I think I think a self pardon is possible. I don't know how probable it is. And in answer to the Supreme Court question, no, there's no way they're going to uphold that. Even this Supreme Court. Uh, I, I just uh, and based on recent rulings, this yeah. Supreme Court is not going to go along with that. Right. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um, I just I hope you're right. I desperately hope you're right on that. Oh, because... I always hope I'm right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kimberly just walked in. Let's go to Kimberly next. What do you think? Well, is, is, yes, uh, I'm Trump... an obvious constitutional scholar. So <laughs> I can't hear. Her. I can't yeah. hear. Uh oh. Oh yeah, can that's right. Her. You know what? Let me turn up her scent. All right, on. there, there, there. Can you can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kimberly, welcome. I said that since I'm the obvious constitutional scholar here, I've got all the answers on what Trump's going to do. Hey, wait, I have a law and order degree from law and order. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. You know, what Buzz was saying about Pence, it it would be smarter for him to resign, step down, Mm -hmm. and then have Pence do it. But I don't think, like, his ego... 
could right. do that. So I don't no. think that's going to happen. And, you know, last night I was watching MSNBC and somebody was on talking about how no matter what, Cy Vance, they have forensic accountants that yes. are basically mm-hmm. going going to be going th- or have gone through Trump's money and, and what he does with it. And so whether or not he pardons himself, which I would assume that he probably will, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously that will be questioned, but he's going to have to deal with state criminal charges, period. So right. yes. I think that's one of the things that I'm focusing on, because as far as him pardoning himself, it's going to be new territory and God only knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Where do we see forensic accountants? Is that on CSI Price Waterhouse? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Rocky I never would have thought that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. what, what do you think, Mike? Is, uh, is uh, he going to pardon? You know, uh, the thing is, Trump, uh, his ego would make him want to pardon himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're right. The Supreme Court would not go for it. But on the other hand, if it and it's probably far too late in the game for this, but if somebody got to him and pointed out that he might actually lose part of his base if he tried that, yeah. that some people would say, okay, that's ridiculous. That's too far. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Maybe that's, he'll lose like three people, though. That's so nice. Yeah. Mike, they think, they have... think liberals eat babies. That's true. Mike, that's really yeah, optimistic sure. of you uh, to think that some of his people would go, oh, wait a minute. Now, this is a bridge too far. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that did it. A few, yeah. yeah, we can. We can we can hope and we'll take everyone we can get. That's true. Yeah, that's absolutely that's true. true. Yeah. But I'm finding, man, they need to be burned by the fire. And we're seeing that now with all of these Republicans, especially Chris Christie, who were infected with it. And then finally, after they've got it, after they've been on a, a, a ventilator in the hospital, mm-hmm. that's when they go, oh, you know what? Damn Some it. I should have. I should have followed the rules. Oh, well, well, you know, what can you do? <laughs> it's like, Thanks. Thanks in advance I for that. I get it now. <laughs> I tell you, though, among the many things I'm never going to forgive 2024 yes. is making the words forensic accounting firms sound <laughs> sexy. Oh, hot. <laughs> Downright hot. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe. Yeah. What, what do you think, David? Is Trump going to pardon himself? Uh, I think he'll try it. I think yeah. he. Re- I mean, because I really there's nothing that there's no bottom. Like every time yeah. we think he's hit bottom, he opens a trap door. Yeah, that's so right. I think he will try it, but I don't. I think that that's going to set up a big fuss, a big constitutional crisis. Yeah, yeah. Um, a to do even. Yeah, it would. Yeah, Damn. a hubbub. Jody, what do you what <laughs> do you say? Ha ha. A kerfuffle. <laughs> that too. <laughs> what do you think, Jody? You're. I mean, well, you're obviously the uh, law and order. Yeah. Law and order scholar. I am. I have that. And then, and then, I'll, I'll, then I'll then I'll defer to legs. You know, I I I, I do. I have an a BA in Law and Order and an MBA in Law and Order Special Victims Unit and a PhD oh. in Law and Order. <laughs> I got them all, man. I got them all. Yeah. Um, I think all he'll say is pardon me and that's done. He's done. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah. He's 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 so I mean, it would be smart for him to just on January on my birthday Mm -hmm. to resign. And then that would be January 18th. um, And (laughs) don't fucking forget. Are you you fixed up with Omaha steaks, Jody? (laughs) (laughs) You need some Plexiderm. Plexiderm. Jody wants Plexiderm. It wakes, babies. Uh, no, I think that, that he'll resign maybe on the 18th or 19th to yeah. get the pardon, and then that'll be it. And then Biden will yeah, be our 47th really president. he'll resign and make Pence number one even for two days? To get out of half of the problems that he's in? Yeah. I think if Pence Moore is a number two. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's why the fly couldn't get enough of him. And let's 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 see what Legs has to say because he has stuff written down because he's very smart. Okay, well, Sean, Sean Legs. Yes. Um, it was my understanding that Nixon tried to do the, the very same thing, and right. then the Department of Justice stepped in and said, "No, you can't pardon yourself." Oh, so, really? Did they really? So, there, there is actually a memo. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, but, the, but this is a different. I, did you get the memo? I think. Yeah. So yeah, I think he'll try, and then he'll get smacked down. Hmm. Yeah. And 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 having Pence step in and do it for him, I I, I think that Trump has uh, smacked around Pence the last, you know, two or three weeks enough that I don't know would you know would Pence actually sit there and say you know you're going to put me in power. And now you want to pardon? Right. Mm, I say yeah, and, how does, and then yeah. Biden yeah. becomes the 47th president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, That's but true. Pen, Pence is like, because, you know, everybody gets on his ass for being, you know, the sniv- it was sniveling servitude uh-huh. is what right. Steve Schmidt said. Well, that was mm-hmm. because it served him. <laughs> Yeah. He wants right. to be the president. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's an evangelical who believes God thinks he should be president. So, right. wow. I think that I think that his loyalty is not toward Donald; it's toward himself and God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, I don't know that he would at this eleventh hour, eleven fifty-nine. And God's not returning his calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And and uh, my like, kind of God at this <laughs> at this eleven fifty-nine hour. Uh, like, yeah. would he say, "Okay, well, I'm going to kiss Donald's ass for what? How does that no. serve him?" Yeah, you're right. And it's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt him when he runs for president in 2024. And also, I see see him as being so craven that he won't risk pissing off Trump's base. He will, uh, you know, Mm. he's got to survive afterward, though. And we're already getting indications of how Mm -hmm. we can expect Pence to behave on January 6th when he presides over those objections. Right. Yeah. uh, Right. uh, You know, all of this can only help Beck Bennett. Right. <laughs> You're right. That's, and all that matters. that's how we should look at everything. How does this help Beck Bennett? Yeah. And, and by the way, the yeah. the very mention of Beck Bennett, Kimberly's panties have just flown off. <laughs> oh, dear. Flown across the, they almost hit me in the back of the head. It was really an ugly scene. Who Beck Bennett is? Uh, I know how to talk dirty. Beck Bennett is on Saturday Night Live. He plays yeah. Putin. Yeah, he plays so Putin. With and oh. he plays VP Pence. Yeah. And he's many other roles. Eric Trump. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. My name's Eric. But Kimberly went right to Putin because. He doesn't have his shirt on. Right, that. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, speaking of Eric Trump, we know this uh, tape. We used to play this tape uh, maybe six months ago. Eric Trump's weird voice. Something mm-hmm. happened to Eric Trump's voice on Fox News Channel. It just got really weird for a second. I'm going to play that for a second. I've got to point to this because Donald Trump Jr.'s voice got really <laughs> weird know. as well. i got to play that tape. But first, we're going to set up with Eric Trump. And John Kerry steps they're, up. They're, they're buying access. It is so clear. There's not an American who would think otherwise. Hey, Sean, wow. the medium income in this country. <laughs> Jody, do your impression of that because it is so good. Hey, Sean, you know, I, I'm not sure that this is right. <laughs> He's shrinking. <laughs> well, the same thing happened to Donald he Trump Jr. Was that me and Mike singing together? Yes, yes. I think so. Oh, see, it's meant uh, to be. Don- the same thing happened to Donald Trump Jr. He apparently also a member of the Lollipop Guild because his voice. But I, you know, Eric's and just weird. Most sincerely dead. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's voice is just weird. I think Donald Trump Jr.'s voice is uh, is on cocaine. We'll hear this. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Indians are working on changing their name to satisfy, you know, the two protesters that show up on opening day every year. Okay, normal right there. You mm-hmm. hear it? Yes. It's completely really? normal. Yeah. And, and then it gets weird. I mean, what is going on here, folks? I mean, think about that. The Cleveland Indians, they've had the name for a hundred and something years. <laughs> what the 
hell is that? Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I know. Wait, you you can hear a nasality even in the part you called normal. You hear a nasality there that that says cocaine screams cocaine. 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 Oh my God! Just so so. That's how. That's how I remember back in the back in the I don't know late '80s, early '90s. The people that I worked with at the department store made fun of George Father Bush for calling it crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> we're always talking about how 2020 it's sucks pretty, and we're trying to move yeah we're trying to move yeah. past 2020 and there are a lot of things that make it really really awful and there's obviously no doubt about that no one disputes that 2020 was a giant suck fest but there was a uh there's an app called Bloom. It's a self-therapy app. And it recently asked 28 historians from Yale, Oxford, Stanford, and other major universities to choose the worst year in history to determine whether or not 2020 was, in fact, the worst year. But it turns out that it is not. Um, was it 1620? Really? Yeah. Well, British historian <laughs> Philip Parker led the effort following a d- depressing dive down the rabbit hole of historical misery. <laughs> Poor people. Park, uh, Parker compiled a list of the top worst, most stressful years in world British and U.S. history. Then the historians made their picks. The worst year in world history wasn't even a close contest. The worst year was... <laughs> For those of those of you who remember way back to 1348. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that. not oh, fair. That's, that's, that's not nice. And tonight yeah. I'm going to party and, uh, like it's 1349. Yeah. Yeah. When Joe Biden was first sworn in to Congress. That's when Larry King started on the mutual note. <laughs> right. I, wish they had, I wish they had ranked it uh, over the last... 200 years yes. instead of right. you know, all of history. I think the Big Bang was a bad year because everything bad followed that. That's <laughs> true. I think you Things Bang. were made worse, though, in 1348 when King John of England gave everybody six-tenths of a bucket of warm spat into <laughs> well, stimulus look, instead of a... Look, here, oh. <laughs> here, was, here was the wonderful year 1348, those of you who remember. The height of the Black Death, during which as many as 200 million people people died that'd be like wiping out 65 percent of the u.s population the holocaust in 1944 ranked second followed by 1816 when a volcano eruption in indonesia blocked out the sun starving millions 2020 ranked sixth well look yeah but bob i couldn't get a haircut We're still in the top ten. It is in the top ten. Yes, and considering the number of years there are in, (laughs) there are lots and lots of years to choose from. And And the Black Plague went on for what thirty years or whatever it was. (laughs) Yes, I mean it's like the way they're doing this. They're going. Well, 2020 was really only sixth place. I mean, my God, (laughs) you whiners! Why are you whining? So Bob, I'd like to I give my in 1348. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I'd like to give my salute uh, to 2020 real quick. Okay. okay. Goodbye, 2020. You tempestuous year. You took away thousands of folks we held dear. You came in like a lamb, almost sleepy and dormant, and left as a bee killed by a murder hornet. <laughs> Our budget turned red like the nose of Rudolph, cause Trump ignored COVID. What Lee rallied and golfed. You took away Marianne from of Gilligan yeah. fame, oh. Charlie Pride, Chuck Yeager, Tulsa fan Herman Cain. 
Mm -hmm. And although you have wrecked us with illness and grief, you gave us Joe Biden, which was quite a relief. Mm -hmm. So goodbye, 2020. Of you, I won't fear, because I hear 21 is going to be a good year. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Oh, an unexpected. Yeah. I did that here. while I was checking my levels. So. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, I just want to say, though, it will. after every remember when everybody was like, fuck you, 2016. So long. What what did we get? <laughs> Donald Trump is president. <laughs> Right. Yeah, uh, well, that was a bad year because Trump got elected, got elected and we were all right. pretty. I, I remember being in a fetal position. New Year's <laughs> I know, Eve I know. That, yeah. that, that year, yeah. and we were right. We our fears uh, we came right, to yes, exactly. completely to yeah, fruition. Just all the well, shit. I didn't just end began. up in a re-education camp for journalists, so I kind of <laughs> any year, any year that win. starts with God taking out David Bowie is going to be. Oh bad. yeah, yep. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and by the way, David, we still got twenty days before that motherfucker is exactly. Out. Yeah. So you could but, still be put in that camp for journalists. There's still time. That's true. Yeah, don't get I'm happy, David. <laughs> glass, you know, but glass half full, we can count uh, on the number of fingers and toes we have, the number of days he has left. In fact, yeah. you could even be missing a digit at this point. Now, <laughs> now, now that it's it's New Year's Eve, we're past 12.01 p.m. Exactly. Now there are just 19 days And guess left. what, guess what, guess yeah. what? Kamala Harris is going to be the vice president. Yeah, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, you know, when they put Buzz into the camp, he's going to get a gold watch to go with it. <laughs> is Christopher Walken going to bring it to you? Yeah, I mean, I Mike. this watch up my ass. <laughs> you, Mike, you named a few of the, uh, the celebrities we lost in uh, yeah. 2020, and it was a horrendous year for yep. celebrity deaths. I mean, just, I jotted down a few of them before the show. I mean, you mentioned Don Wells, who we lost just yesterday to COVID, yeah. 82 years old, same age as my dad, which is scary as hell. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, one of the biggest deaths of 2020 was RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, and, that was yes. awful. And couldn't have happened at a worse time. Yeah. I mean, right. just the timing was just utterly horrendous for so many different reasons. Uh, the one that I still can't fully accept, Eddie Van Halen. I yeah. cannot believe yeah. that yes. Eddie Van Halen yeah. is... Go- Eddie yeah. Van Halen. You, you imagine these guys as almost invincible, like cockroaches yeah. who can survive the apocalypse. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I still have Keith Richards. And- <laughs> mine, was John, mine was John Prine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Prine. Yes. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, yeah. Neil Peart from Rush. We lost well, right at the beginning yeah. of the year. Yeah. Uh, Regis Philbin, Kobe yeah. Bryant. Uh, you yeah. mentioned Chadwick Boseman, Jody. Uh, Sean Connery, Wilford Brimley. Oh. <laughs> Lyle Wagner. Anyone? Anyone turning fifty-three next year? Who's going to celebrate <laughs> the Wilford Brimley birthday in the coming? Yes, I am. Uh, Kimberly is. Kimberly's going to be Wilford Brimley's age from. Uh, what, look, can we just have a list? Too. Can we just have a list of all the famous? People who died that Jody knows. <laughs> Jody yeah. knows everyone in Hollywood. He's gonna tell us about chance encounters, encounters with all the great big stars. Okay, anyway, that's my Jody song. You know what? I should have been playing that music anyway if we're doing celebrity deaths, but it's too peppy no, yeah, for in memoriam. Too happy. Too happy. Yeah. This doesn't work for in memoriam. No, put on no. funeral for a friend by Elton John. Yeah, no. 
Uh, we also lost uh, uh, Little Richard, oh, uh, yeah. Carl oh, Reiner, yeah. uh, David, oh, my God. Yeah. David Lander over the break, uh, Squiggy oh, from Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Also, uh, one of the uh, great roles that you don't really think about too often, but in a league of their own, uh, David Lander was the he baseball was announcer who co- and no one said oh doctor better than David Lander you know the old timey <laughs> colloquialism oh doctor <laughs> reacting to something uh, Max von Sydow we lost Max yeah. von Sydow 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 okay thank you very much it was mis- <laughs> it, he died of mispronunciation in 1970 in 1975 i had my first full time radio job and I had to yeah. do an ad for a, com- a, a, a commercial for a movie that Max Fonsito was in. The yeah. Exorcist. And, and no, <laughs> I, it was some. It was some. It was some little little known movie. But yeah. uh, I, so I started right right off with the Sidow thing, and you know, got corrected right away. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, let's see who else here. Uh, Kirk Douglas, Terry Jones of Monty Python's yeah. Flying Circus. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Jones, uh, Fred Willard. Yeah. You know, oh, oh my yeah, God, that Fred Willard. Yeah. That was hard. Hey, that was tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Love such a, an amazing, amazingly funny Brilliant. man, Fred Willard. I played a clip on the show a while back. If you haven't seen it, go watch the. I think it was his last movie. He did Mascots mm-hmm. with Christopher Guest for Netflix. <laughs> mm-hmm. I cannot recommend that strongly enough. There is a scene with Fred Willard and a performer in this show that they're doing with mascots, with sports mascots. And one of the performances is a dwarf. Now you can imagine Fred Willard in a green room sitting across the table from a dwarf and the questions that he will ask this dwarf. It is one of the funniest scenes I've I, ever seen. I just want to see the meeting where they pitch that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's see who else. <laughs> Jerry Stiller. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry Stiller, just a giant in comedy. Yeah. Uh, James Lipton, who was... Uh, he was scrumptralescent. Scrumptralescent. <laughs> <laughs> From inside the Crisis Actors Studio. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Uh, Jody Hamilton. Lyle Wagner. We lost yeah, Lyle Wagner this year. I remember the day that he died. I, my, my mom called me, and I'd only talked to her the day before, and she left a message on my... I have a machine on my machine. <laughs> wow. That's With so a cassette. Century. <laughs> I know. This is Jim Rockford. Right. <laughs> yeah, but she left a message to call, and, and I thought actually it was going to be another person that we know is, st- he's still with us, but I thought it was going to be another person, because as soon as I heard her voice, I'm like, somebody died. Yeah. yeah. And um, I picked up the phone, and I called her back, and she said it was Lyle, and, and no, it came out of nowhere. We didn't yeah. even know he wow. was that sick. Yeah. Um, because um, we only saw him six months before at Conway's uh, service. You know, it's so, so he was so handsome, but he was so funny, too. Yeah. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was immensely very, great very on that show. And by the way, to those of you joining us for the first time, Jody Hamilton's mom is Carol Burnett. Thank you very much. <laughs> and now everyone's microphone is off. <laughs> what the fuck? We what just We fuck? just lost everybody. <laughs> Hi, 2020. What a way. Except Kimberly's here. It's it's so 2020. I know. Let's just do a show without them. (laughs) Now we can talk about them all behind their backs. Jokes for me. I'll pay you. I owe everything to Murray in Amsterdam. Just just FYI, everybody, everybody, you were all, you all went offline. 
And now you're back. No, now you're back. No, so no, whatever we were you were saying we were was gone. We were all here. You were all there, and we were gone. <laughs> we were we laughing at you and making fun of you. That's right. We did for you. Well, let's see. We also we also lost everybody's feed. That's another uh, item in the in memorium. In memorium. Loud the way we were. It was so young. In memoriam, my technologies. Uh, yeah. We also lost David Prowse. Uh, the, oh, yeah. Uh, first of all, trained Christopher Reeve for the original Superman movie. It wow. was also Darth Vader from a little movie called Star Wars. And uh, let's see who else. Alex Trebek. I think a big... Oh, that was so sad. Okay, you know what? We're going we're gonna to do a song. We're going to do a song by uh, David Ferguson. And uh, Astral Summer, I'm really, really looking forward to this. Are you ready, David? Dave and Dave, are you ready to do this? We're going to do two songs for you. I have to take the headphones off so I can hear myself sing, so I won't be able to respond if you heckle me. Okay, good. Um, (laughs) Okay, everybody heckle. Right. And we're going to play Waiting for the World to End, and then we're going to play a new song called Sad Season. Okay, great. All right. All right. right. Backing up from the mic here. Ready? Got big trouble over yonder Got big trouble here at home You know these hard times make me wonder How much longer we can go on We got missiles from Korea Mutant gonorrhea, the new coronavirus, terrorists and ISIS, nuclear destruction, volcanic eruptions, the heat death of the sun. Well, I guess we had a pretty good run, but now we're waiting, waiting for the world to end. We're all just waiting, waiting for the world to end. Florida's full of anacondas They got turned loose in a hurricane Got people shooting at first responders The divided states is our real name We turned victims into villains Racist cops are killing, got poison in the oceans, can't access our emotions. We can't act our ages, I'll earn no living wages, it's killing everyone. So I hope somehow you had a little fun, cause now we're waiting, waiting for the world to end. We're all just waiting, waiting on the world to end. Lightning comes a thunder After pride always comes the fall You know that I can't help but wonder If the world would be better 
without us all. We've got rank disinformation, mass incarceration, congressional obstruction, CIA abductions, when nothing is outrageous, but babies locked in cages. Well, goodbye, everyone. I hope somehow you had a little fun. Cause now we're waiting, waiting on the world to end. We're all just waiting, waiting on the world to end. Yeah, we're waiting, waiting on the world to end. We're all just waiting, waiting on the world to end. David Ferguson, Dave F. Martin, Astral Summer, right here. Holy shit. And that song was uh, originally conceived during a technical glitch on this show. So wow. it's a, it's appropriate that we had one right before you guys started playing. It's like... I'm so glad. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Uh, before you leave, don't know when I'm gonna see you again. I've got this awful feeling We're all gonna be reeling by day's end There are warnings on the wind this morning We can't stop, stop what's coming We're in for a sad season there's not a single good reason We're all gonna take a beating Before the end of this sad season We were still dancing when the music stopped When the hammer dropped it was time to leave We left our bodies on the floor There wasn't time to do more Some things you just have to see to believe We had warnings that a storm was coming We overestimated our strength and cunning We're in for a sad season there's not a single good reason We're all gonna take a beating Before the end of this sad season I can hear their galaxies ringing People calling for the dead and fleeing We'd be better off as sentient machines but it's our flaws that make us human beings. We're in for a sad season. There's not a single good reason. We're all gonna take a beating. 
before the end of this sad season. Kiss me before you leave. Don't know when I'm gonna see you again. All right. Wow. So Astral good. Summer right. Sad Season available now. Astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Holy shit. Thank you, Dave and Dave. Oh my God, that Thank was so you. good. I'm going to walk these guys out and I will be right back. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Thank, th- Thank you. You guys really missed it. Uh, Ike's interpretive dancing was absolutely amazing. <laughs> 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 All right, watch yes, the, the video. Back to the Guitar Center rep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be back in a minute. All right, holy shit. Well, that was really good. That was uh, just a, an amazing uh, couple of songs there from, uh, I mean, he would do this. He would just send me little clips of things that he was working on via text. I said, Bob, what do you think of this? I'd say, Oh my God! You've got to play that on the show. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. wanting yeah. to hear his music live is one of the reasons I absolutely made it a point to be here today. I'm really, I'm really glad he did that. I'm really, yeah. I was really excited about yeah. that. Well, excellent. Well, I was hoping he'd play something from the new album so I could. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of which, you know, one of the things that uh, we have encountered here during 2020 is apparently the rise of something called super gonorrhea. We were oh, fantastic. apparently treated to that. Although, you know, like Kimberly, we... Is that, is that DC or... Of course, he brings me up now. <laughs> yeah, as, as soon as I bring up... Johnny, on the topic of super gonorrhea, Kimberly, any thoughts? Is super gonorrhea DC or Marvel? <laughs> super gonorrhea... Right, right, wait, wait, no, I can't. Do it. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> okay. But you know, we did, we did. Kimberly and I first reported on super gonorrhea back on the March thirtieth, twenty eighteen wow. after party. That's wow. when I, I knew that this story had come up before, and I had to go back to twenty eighteen to find it. Yeah, but we, so and now super I guess super gonorrhea eighty four was a dark. <laughs> it was. Hey. Historian. Super gonorrhea espialidocious. <laughs> <laughs> What was that, Buzz? I just, you know, historians uh, rank this n- as only the sixth worst year for a super right. gonorrhea. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> At least there's <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> but yeah, um, along those lines, we have a brand new song from Rocky Mountain Mike. All right. Woo-hoo. Super gonorrhea. <laughs> Sing along. I had a date with that super gonorrhea. <laughs> I got the bad news and it hurt my eyes I asked them for the test results and they obliged me Was I surprised? Yeah I'm positive No, no, no I heard about this thing, the super gonorrhea It makes me more afraid to go outside I bet for you to keep it far away from me Somewhere a person is weeping I'm sure I won't go there Won't go there I won't go there <laughs> <laughs> Based on the 1966 hit uh, pretty ballerina by the Left yes. Bank, whose yes. whose big song was "Walk Away, Renee." Yes. Oh, oh, now, now on with the countdown. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. As really, usual. really damn funny. Yes. You guys you ever so heard Ricky Lee Jones version uh, of "Walk my, Away, Renee"? I love that version of it. Oh, I love that I love version you. of that song. Oh my her. god. You know the Left Bank actually tours. Today. Still today. Really? Yes, wow. yes. County Holy fairs. <laughs> when I was on the radio, I used to call them the Occupied Left Bank. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, one of the things that we had uh, planned to do on today's show was to do a little bit of an Ask Us Anything, and I put out Uh-oh. the word on Patreon, Uh-oh. and we received oh, thousands and thousands of questions. Not, not, not exactly thousands, but, you know, about, <laughs> about 60. We got qu- oh about God. 60 questions. That's enough. Yeah, let's see. You know what? This is one we're going to have to kind of go around McLaughlin Group style. Is it like a one-word oh, answer? Oh, wrong! <laughs> First question. Who is your favorite beetle? Eleanor G, I think you're Swallador. <laughs> they were all equally fad. Anyone else? Kimberly, do you have a uh, John McLaughlin impression you'd like to translate? I know. Kim, Kim, uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with Kimberly. This is a oh, question God. from Christopher Ellis. What was your favorite television show of the year? I think I may know the answer to this. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. All right. Good. <laughs> Love yes, for Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Yeah, yes. we're we're busily uh, rewatching the first two seasons in preparation it's for the awesome. season premiere happening on Friday tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See. So we right away to look forward to about 2021, yes. uh, Cobra Kai. I'm, I'm, I'm with Obama on that one. Better Call Saul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike says Better Call Saul. Buzz, what do you think? Favorite show of the year have to be Shit's Creek, and I realize I'm behind the curve on that, but it's still my favorite show of the year. It's there really you go. Good, well, not a bad it's, choice. It's yeah, perfect choice. 10, yeah. We're watching that one through again. I think we just finished season one. <laughs> Cool. That's third, all we've been doing. Time. Yeah, exactly. Season three, episode three, new car. Funniest episode in the entire series. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, let's see. Jody Hamilton, what was your favorite show, your favorite television show of the year? I watch all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I watch television. It's what I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like television, so I watch it. Um, <laughs> old episodes of the Carol Burnett Show. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's, that's a easy answer. perennial favorite. <laughs> what about you, Sean? It's like what? That for Jody? That's home movies. Yes, it kind of right. is. It kind of is. is. It kind of is. No, Sean would know what I like. Yeah. Um, Sean Barton, I, what's your favorite? Yeah. I write for TV and for shows that aren't on the air. Um, but no, which uh, one is your favorite? My 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 favorite I'd have to say is Afterlife and Insecure. Was, oh yeah, Afterlife is wow. great. I haven't Ricky seen. Gervais, oh yeah, Afterlife, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. And I just discovered Future Man, which is hilarious on mm. Hulu. Uh-huh. Love yeah. that show. And what about you, David T. Rex Ferguson? Your favorite uh, television show of the year? Do you even do you even have a TV? I never hear you talk about TV. <laughs> of course I do. Oh, okay. Um, well, aside from Nicole Wallace every day at four. Good answer. I just, I love her. I want to be yeah, her Yeah, she's friend. awesome. Yeah, yeah I know. But as far as things I watched for entertainment this year, I think that there was, there's a Russian series called To the Lake. It's about a post-apocalyptic kind of thing. And the, so it's the leading uplifting. guy yeah. is so fine. It's like, well, that's all that matters. Yeah. There's Nothing. a bullet removal scene at one point where he's oh got his shirt God. off that I felt very funny afterwards. But um, Nothing says a yeah. laugh a minute like Russians and the apocalypse. Totally. <laughs> Nuclear devastation. Uh, Have you heard his songs? They're so uplifting. I know. <laughs> so good. Russia in winter. Fun. Mm. Fun. Fun. Wow. Yeah. I lived there in winter. So okay, uh, Catherine. Yeah, Catherine Zinn has a question for Buzz. You have. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before we leave TV, we okay. have yes. to mention we have to mention the Queen's Gambit. We can't. Yes, oh, so Queen's Gambit. Well, oh, yes, God, that was really, really good. I, you know we're what? Like I'm gonna, we're going to get. Hold your thoughts on Queen's Gambit. We're going to get to that because there's a question that involves a bunch of answers from me. So, and in that bunch of answers will be the Queen's Gambit. So we will <laughs> okay. spend some time on the Queen's Gambit. Buzz. 
I'm you have scared. mentioned that in all your years doing the news, this had to be one of the strangest years ever. Is oh, there yeah. is there one story in particular that stands out to you out of all the weirdness? This is again from Catherine Zinn on our Patreon page. Well, uh, for a shorter period of time, but uh, much more intensely, of course, 9-11. 9-11. Uh, 9-11 is the, yeah. the grim centerpiece of, of you know, my time in journalism. Uh, this comes pretty close. Uh, this has been, uh, these last four years, especially the last uh, couple of years, have been particularly dark. Uh, and, and they've gotten more so and uh, in, a, in that sort of dark ages way. And, and so that I think that's significant as well. Mm -hmm. those, but those are the standouts. But 9-11 still has to be the centerpiece. Yeah. I was in New Manhattan when that happened and, oh, wow. okay. uh, and, and uh, involved in live coverage. Wow. I was uh, cursed or fortunate enough to do uh, the only live talk show about that that was carried in both New York and D.C. Wow. And, and, a, and a few other stations around the country. But it was, a, it was the first really opportunity for people to talk seriously about what had just happened. Uh, prior to that, it had just been a week of covering the news. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Jody. Another question from Catherine Zen. Jody, you did a great job singing for Rocky Mountain Mike this year. Can we expect any future collaborations? Yeah. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> That's a question for Mike, not Jody. That's not a question for me. That's a question for Mike. I would love to if he wants me to. And and the only reason I sounded good was because we'll of call him. you. <laughs> it's because of him and Mary. From it was because of him and Mary that I sounded so good. So. His, his people will call your people. Exactly. We'll have his people call my people, and They'll then my people lunch. will. Yeah, we'll do lunch, and we'll take a meeting. It'll be fine. Okay, would you leave your tape with the woman there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, one question for T Rex from uh, again from mm -hmm. Catherine Zinn's got a bunch of questions. She's got one for everybody. T Rex, based on your observations living in Georgia, what is your take on the runoff election? Do the Democrats stand a chance of taking both seats? T Rex. They do. They I do. think they really uh, do. Yeah. I think they do. The enthusiasm is all on the Democratic side yeah. in, in Georgia right now. The Republicans are dispirited, and a bunch of them are now convinced that the you know voting is rigged and they don't want to vote now. Good. Yeah. Which wow. is fine with me. I'm like, yeah, I donated to that organization, actually. I sent them $20. <laughs> um, the people who are like, no, vote. Don't vote. It's rigged. So I – and also, I mean, we could not ask for two more charismaless villains yeah. than David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just awful, mm -hmm. awful people. And uh, I and, and Asif and Warnock are really – I feel like they're cut from that similar sort of Obama mold of these, pro, mm. you know, progressive politicians for a new era. Well, let's see. Uh, next question from Christina. She says, is there a best thing – for each of you for this year. And I actually, I wrote a list of my five best things. These are the, was, we always talk about how terrible 2020 was, but there were a few things that were actually okay that made the year mm -hmm. much, much better. Uh, in my list, we'll start with number five, The Queen's Gambit, mm -hmm. Rocky Mountain Mike, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Queen's Gambit, an amazing miniseries. Uh, one of my favorites of all time, I think. I, and I didn't expect wow. to love it as much as I did. But I think it was, there was something about how it didn't necessarily take any cheap shots. Mm -hmm. And I think we see a lot of television now, and it's still good television. There's still a lot of television out there, though, that really pushes the envelope. Like, right now we're watching Your Honor and not... I love that. <laughs> and, oh, and my God, I love that. Trying to force our way through the endless avalanche <laughs> of madness on that show and tragedy. It's insanity. Yeah. It's insanity. 
But with The Queen's Gambit, it was really one of those uh, miniseries where you didn't feel like you were being sucker punched by the writers and producers of the show. Mm-hmm. It really felt mm-hmm. like it was a it was a fair story to tell and a, a compelling one and an exciting one. I mean, they actually made chess immensely exciting mm-hmm. to watch, even if you don't fully understand it. That was the thing I was noticing mm-hmm. is that a lot of people were saying, I love that, and I have no idea how chess works. Mm-hmm. It really made it made me really get into hallucinating chess. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, my fa- these are my best things about 2020. Number four, I didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> and that is also one of my worst things about 2020. So there's mm-hmm. a there's an upside to not having to go anywhere and a big, big downside of not having to go anywhere. So I would still put half of that on my list. Uh, number three, The Mandalorian Season 2. Yay! Yeah. Which, holy fucking shit. Those of you who is there a way to watch that without Disney Plus? Because I still don't have Disney Plus, and no. I don't particularly want yeah, it. Well, the only way to watch it then is to steal it, David. Right. And I'm not, mm. I'm not advocating you can get that. It on Disney just... Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on a streaming channel that's spelled vaguely like Disney, but it's not actually Disney. It's a it's Disney Super Plus. <laughs> wow. But oh my god, the the season finale of season two of The Mandalorian elevated that show. It was already a phenomenal show, but yep. the ending of season two elevated yeah. it to a whole new level. Yep. It's somewhere. You know, f- I- I got to disagree with you on that. I think the two episodes leading up to the finale were better, but you know, I, I understand what you're saying. I, yeah. I know why you, why you're giving it that. Uh, but, and then the, the teaser for the Boba Fett thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Should I mention spoilers here? I probably should have, cause there are still some people, it's been a couple of weeks now, but there are still people who haven't seen it yet. And so well. I'm not going to get into too many details, but Mark Hamill is in the culmination in the climax of that season two finale. And it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life, at least, uh, cinematically as a, Star Wars nerd, it doesn't get any better than that. So hats off to Mandalorian Season 2. John Favreau, Dave Filoni are doing mm-hmm. such an incredible goddamn job with that show. I mean, beyond anything that we could have ever possibly imagined to see as far as a Star Wars franchise goes. Uh, uh, that's, I, when I, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but, but you know, when, I, when I'm watching, talk about Favreau, yeah. I, when I watch it, I go... They made this way better than it even needed to be, you know. Yeah. And that makes me think that may, that shows you that they really love this, yeah, right? Right. Know? And I was Absolutely. watching the first episode of season two last night. I rewatched uh, the Marshall episode with Timothy Oliphant playing the mm-hmm. uh, the Marshall okay. of that town, and the the scene where the crate dragon appears at the top of the mountain. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. God! It's the it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in a movie. I mean, very damn close to the craziest thing. I've ever seen in a movie and it was one of those almost like a Godzilla film and when you find mm-hmm. out that Dave Filoni is really into Godzilla movies you go oh okay uh, that makes a lot uh, of sense yeah. alright <laughs> I could spend the next three hours talking about that number two our frontline workers and medical experts we yeah. have to mention yep. just yep. the Herculean job these Amen. people have done against all odds against a gigantic movement of 70 74 million people who are like fuck all that shit they're against us they're 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 profiting off of the pandemic yep. what's a- yeah. And they went to their jobs every day, yeah. some mm-hmm. of them staying at work for extended yeah. periods of yeah. time. 
and putting in maximum effort through all of that. These are the real heroes. Uh, as much as Trump likes to think that he's the big hero of everything, every year in the history of civilization, these are the real heroes, and especially the uh, medical experts who put together the vaccine in, in such yeah. record time. And uh, we're all immensely grateful for that because there's one bright spot to this horrendous pandemic that didn't have to be as bad as it is. It is the efforts that they went through, the sacrifice that these frontline workers went through, especially cool. in places like uh, Southern California, New York City, mm -hmm. and so on. Uh, just immense. Um, and number one, my the best thing about 2020 is election. <laughs> election 2020. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Trump, yeah. Trump lost. We elected a woman of color as vice president. Mm -hmm. Massive voter turnout. And yep. uh, and just everything we wanted. I mean, we, yeah, we came up a little short on the uh, congressional races, but you can't State have races. everything, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And uh, I just, I have one honorable mention on the list. I don't know where this would have gone on the list anyway, but I just ran out of numbers. I, I should have made it six <laughs> because I, I didn't want to forget this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looking for directions to the boat parade. Gonna get a sunburst standing out here all day. Trying to get a ticket for the boat parade. I appreciate That's uh, Nick Lutzko, the great Nick Lutzko, who we just discovered this, this past year. <laughs> his boat parade song and his Dan Bongino song. It is immensely weird. He's created this whole universe of characters. He lost me a little bit on one of his latest bits, which is something about gremlins and... Someone named Desmond and a dance that he does. I have no idea what any of that is. So I just, Let's but, hope in 2020 there are 40% fewer boat rallies. No, I like the boat rallies. The fact that the huge boats went steaming by and capsized everybody in the little boats. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I, that's entertainment right there. That's comedy gold. The tiny ship was lost. Okay, let's see what else here on the list. Oh, here's a question for T-Rex from Jerry Hillman. If you had the chance to jam with any musician or band past or present, who would you like to collaborate with? David? Oh, wow. wow. That's that's a lot. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to sing with Annie Lennox. Oh, wow. Oh, that would be a great combination. Yeah. Wow. That's a sweet dream there. Yeah. It turns out that she's like, I, we are distantly related, apparently. My really? stepmom, the really? genealogist. Yeah. Uh, Annie Lennox's your, mother's uh, maiden you name was. on a table a lot? Yep, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing an orange crew cut. Yeah. Her mother's maiden name was Ferguson. It's the same Ferguson's really? that came. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which is funny because I remember the very first time I heard her voice, I was electrified. Yeah. I was like 13 yeah. years old, sitting on my bed, and I heard Sweet Dreams and was like, okay, everything's changed in a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, um, so her, I mean, God, there's like Tom Morello is amazing. Oh, yeah. I love yep. Tommy. Um, and he could, like, I mean, he could write guitar parts for Air Raid Sirens if he had to. I mean, he's just like. How about so uh, Lonnie, musician Lonnie Paul? You could. <laughs> I've already collaborated with Lonnie. He yes, mastered our have. record. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Holy shit. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Can we ask Mike who he'd like to uh, collaborate with? Yes, Mike. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy, but Peter Gabriel. Oh, wow. Ah, nice. mm, a good choice. Yeah. An excellent choice. Oh, shit. I'd like yeah. to collaborate with Rocky Mountain Mike. But... <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you so much for doing that. That was just freaking oh, awesome. Thank you for letting me. <laughs> you know, ages ago, Mike, I had this idea to do like. Come on, Eileen, as COVID-19. Like, Come, COVID-19, all my over my jeans. Out. I'm sorry, I'm losing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, everybody was like, don't do that, David. Mike doesn't like it. I was like, what if I write the lyrics? I'll even sing it. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Are you going to be disappointed if I tell you that... Uh, 
like at least two other people made that suggestion. This year. No, no, no. It was months ago. I was first. By the way, by the way, Mike, your your Twitter etiquette is starting to rub off on me. I've just taken to yelling at people on Twitter. Just yeah, random people. Yeah. Who oh, actually, you know, I've got yeah, I have this uh, photography website, right? And I yeah. I get these emails to it from my form on the website, and most of them are spam, you know. Mm. And one came got through the spam filter today. I was like, oh man, one of them made it through. Oh, it's more spam. And then I looked, and it was someone with song lyrics. Like, oh, of course. <laughs> it is spam. But that uh, just means that you're so good, and everybody wants to be a piece of oh, it. You know? you're that's so, right. Oh, exactly. That's, you know, I have to keep that attitude about it. That's not, right. so, uh, it's a compliment. It's yes, a compliment. it is. Adam's family, it is. Adam's family Pinball is the name of a Patreon subscriber here. Uh, when can I expect availability of the Washington Buzz Burbanks jerseys? That's <laughs> 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 It's not the Washington Tubmans. <laughs> that would be better. That's, 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 Charlie, that's Charlie Pierce's joke. That, that yeah. would be better, though. That's a good yeah. Charlie Pierce yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the mail. Okay, let's see. Bob, who would be your dream interviewee? And that, I know, Getty Lee. Getty Lee, yeah, there you go. Good answer, Jody. Thank you. That's That would be it. Yeah, mine Getty. would be Kathy Griffin. So Kimberly, you know. <laughs> Kimberly's already interviewed yeah, Kathy exactly. Griffin. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. why he's... And Kimberly's he's also interviewed Getty Lee somehow. I don't know how that worked out. But yeah, either Getty Lee or uh, Mark Hamill. I think either of them oh, would, yeah. would be at the top of my list. Nerd. I have my, my, so many questions for I'm Mark Hamill. I'm going to try to sure fulfill this this year by visualizing it and assuming that it will be but i'd love to interview don Cheadle. oh oh yeah, yeah. don Cheadle. Okay, cool. and, and you also didn't didn't you ask yeah i asked peter yeah. frampton he read he read my uh request i haven't heard from him but i will say when i asked kathy griffin months went by and i hadn't heard from her so i just assumed and i couldn't tell yeah. if she had read the re, you know the right. request. When Peter Frampton mm-hmm. writes back, it'll be no, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily expect him to. Him. <laughs> I don't expect him to. But a, he has a book out. B, he followed me before I was following him, and he does like my political posts. So I told him we don't oh. have to necessarily talk about politics. We can talk about your book, and you know, it's I think it's a memoir. So I have been working on. Do you feel like we're screwed? <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. You should totally do that. Do yeah, you feel? I, I, <laughs> I can't. You should edit that out. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you think there's going to be editing today? I don't, I don't think so. It's been a perfect show. Uh, now, when you guys are having sex in the refrigerator, does Bob ask you to do that? He always <laughs> does. <laughs> all right. From my Italian paisan, Mauro, he said, for all of you, how do you predict the Biden-Harris presidency will play out in the first part of 2021? Let's start with Jody Hamilton. Sean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it depends on the Georgia runoff. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, if we don't get those two seats, we're coming then through. We're coming through for you, girl. Hang in I there. I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. if we don't get those two seats, then his AG, which he's not going to shit say shit about his AG until January 6th, yes. which is my dad's birthday. Because wow. uh, he doesn't want to influence <laughs> this. Um, yeah, he's he's gone. It's okay. Um, he would have been, let me carry the two. He would have been 92 next year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. wow. Next week. Um, but yeah, no, I think that if we get the, if we get the Senate, then Biden and Harris can get a lot done. If mm-hmm. we don't, then we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, T. David, what do you Wait, think? Hold- oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with Sean. Sean Barton, what do you think? Well, in, the, in the words of Edie McClure, you're <laughs> fucked. 
<laughs> oh, good. So hopeful. Do you you're, agree you're with hopeful. me, Sean, like you usually do? Sean, do you agree with me? Like I disagree with... Uh, I agree with Jody on this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be make or break. And that's, again, that's just the so sad. sad part about all mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Once again, mm-hmm. it's you know it comes down to, you know, a handful of people, mm-hmm. and some votes, and a state. Yep. What do you think, David? I think we're going to win these runoffs. I think that, I mean, just the energy here for the Democrats mm-hmm. is so pumped. We're just, after winning, you know, turning the state blue in the national election, it just we're like, we could do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And we're like, we love to vote. Just call me Vody McVoteface. <laughs> I have voted four times this year. I voted in the Democratic primary. I voted in the national election. I voted in a local race for the DA. Won them all. Wow. So I'm nice. hoping that I'm going for a four for four here with uh, Warnock and Ossoff. Okay. But I think uh, the first few months, I think the first few months, one thing we're going to see is that suddenly after not giving a shit about COVID for two years or however long it's been right. in this weird hell state, that every single COVID death is going to be on Joe Biden as far as the Republicans mm-hmm. are concerned. Yeah, they're gonna of, course. of course. For mm-hmm. any mistakes. Absolutely. And they're going to like keep shooting at their feet. But I think that the Republicans are going to be effectively neutralized for two yes. years yeah. with Mitch McConnell as minority leader. Yeah. You know, the, um, reason, the reason I think 21 is going to be a good year is because we're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Are you going to work on that in. one? We're not going to take it. <laughs> I want to weigh in. But, uh, Wait, I want to weigh in Kimberly, on this question. Yes. Yeah, I want to say that regardless of what happens in Georgia, and obviously I agree with everybody, but uh, I think the one difference is we're going to be able to have a, a, a DOJ, a rebuilt DOJ, yes. that even if we don't get the Senate, which I hope we do, even if we don't get it, we will repair that. And I think that that's, you know, again, with the COVID, I think we're going to, we'll hit obstacles if we don't have the Senate. But I do think the way that COVID is handled will be better. And I think we're just going to see a, a much new and improved DOJ. I agree. All I right. Agree. Well, that I think doesn't that depend, though, on his pick, because if, if Mitch McConnell has, he's basically stated that I'm going to screw this shit up. Mm-hmm. And so if he picks somebody that Mitch McConnell can stall, he then can appoint. how much can, can they he, Can he, he just yeah. appoint? No. Oh, they okay. have to be approved. Do in, in, interim acting, like Trump did. Yeah, acting, acting exactly. That's what I mean. Exactly. In, in fact, I've I've heard reports, seen reports that uh, the Biden camp is fully prepared oh, to good. use acting people because Trump has already set right. that precedent. Yes. Good. And and so good. Uh, it, it's not that it, we won't be crippled. I I'd like to weigh in on this as well. Yes. I I don't think we're helpless, and I think mm-hmm. Kimberly hit on it. We're not helpless if we don't win the Senate, and I think we will. But we're we're not helpless even if that happens. I'm so tired of negativism uh, mm. among liberals, <laughs> among progressives. And I understand where it comes from because we've we've gotten screwed many times over mm-hmm. over these past four years. So it's sort of a default response to anything that happens. I, I, I hope everybody opens their eyes and, and, and sees what, what's about to happen here. I think that even without the Senate, uh, considerable things can be done through the Justice Department, mm-hmm. as you said, Kimberly, and many other agencies. Mm-hmm. We can get a lot more done, like 70%, 90% more done if we get the Senate. And I agree with David yeah. that, that we will. Uh, the, the early turnout so far, a third of the state's voters have already cast their votes, and Republicans are worried. Uh, I also have 90, read... 90,000 first-time voters on this runoff. Wow. Wow. And there you go. And I also right. read a report that says uh, enthusiasm among young voters yeah. is has not wavered, has not wow. waned Good. since nice. uh, the November election. That's great. That they are That's just great. as a, so. There, there's a lot of reason to be optimistic there, and and I hope we all learn to take a win for a win because I think 
especially in the battle against COVID, we're going to start seeing wins. Yes, we will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the vaccine yeah. and everything. And I think the people that believe in the shape-shifting lizard people <laughs> can just stay home. They don't thank have to you. blow themselves up in van. Yeah, thank you. They don't have to be terrorists. Yeah. Thank you. I think there's a very real chance that the Republican Party is going to split in the coming year, yes. year yes. and yeah. a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably before the midterms. It's amazing to think that, but it is. It, Donald Trump right now is bifurcating the entire Republican Party, mm-hmm. where he's going to take all of his Trump supporters, all of his red hats with right. him. And I don't know who's going to be left as part of the Republican Party because... Not many. Yeah, because he's yeah, leading Bill the way Crystal. right now. Just <laughs> like just a, be Bill Crystal. <laughs> like a giant bloated Pied Piper. He's leading all his people out of the yeah. party they're, by attacking... They're all, yeah. they're, already, they're already a minority party with right. minority voter support mm-hmm. and by splintering, uh, yes. there's no chance either one of those, either the Republican or Trump Republican parties, can win anything is my belief. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but, you know, let, you guys, it's so nice to hear this it sounds like you're talking about Oz or something. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a county that went 77% for Trump. Wow. And that, by the way, is another reason I'm glad I stay home. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Well, but I was just going to say on the Debbie Downer side of things, um, we cannot forget uh, to, liberals do have a tendency to fall back on, oh, well, we've got the Democratic president and that's all we need. Right. And we did that with Obama. Yep. Yeah, and both midterms. Went yep. to the Republicans, so we have to be very all of us who have. But any, you know, I mean, that I shows think, you. I think that shows you that, that just how much people hate Trump. Mm. Yes, because, right. You know, it's just really nobody really, motivated he, voters. I think more than Trump, but I, I think agree. that we have to be very, very mindful about you know directing people to stay engaged because people get really like a lot of and, people. Though the problem is the people who are listening to us are already going to be voting. It's those people who don't really know what's going on. They don't know the details. They just know the overall picture and what yeah. the overall picture is. Okay, well, Biden won and that's all that matters. And then, no, it's not. But, you know. For Kimberly to get uh, her I message out, she needs to go on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, okay. They, they, Bob's going to have to go too because where are they going to find a tall enough partner? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to need a refrigerator. I know. On wheels. Yeah. Well, on even wheels. though he's even though he's little, I think Kimberly's going to team up with Nick Lutzko. For dancing with the stars, I think it's gonna happen. Oh Put shit! I was writer. just I was just hit in the back of the head by something. Oh, it's panties again. Um, it's my panties. And don't forget the the guy that originally got me going was Trump's lawyer, Mark Casowitz. Oh, right. Mark Casowitz yes. with, with his shiny lips. Really into Mark Casowitz. That was a strange I thing. I was not. Several I was lawyers not ago. into him. <laughs> oh. Okay, I have a question for Jody for from Uh-oh. Ethan's belt, and he asks. <laughs> What is the real name of the porno that was filmed at Jody's house? We talked about this oh, recently. No. Well, Sean, it, didn't you see it? Squirters or something? Sexy Squirters 2. Yeah. Sexy Squirters 2. Oh, yeah. Squirters what? Two. What? We Wait see. a minute. I can't watch that because I didn't see the first one. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So many unanswered questions. Yeah. Uh, Jody, so have, you, have you yeah. recarpeted? <laughs> Some of the ladies might have. Uh, no, it was shot outside. <laughs> it was outside. It was, it was outside, was outside, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yes, it was shot outside. And but the funny story is, and, and David and Bob know this, and some of the listeners do. <laughs> so we were shooting. It was in the middle of the summer, so you it was very hot. Wait a minute, you were there? We were yeah, there. we were here. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we were here. 
So, I, I just cannot love you more. I, I know. <laughs> so Lonnie's friend and his wife were... Pre- <laughs> I guess it's so Hollywood. Basically, they had shot everywhere in Chatsworth already, so they needed I know, a new really. place to shoot. Right, and they got so, the location shooting done. Exactly. So we were asked, and they were going to give us like $500. So it's like, sure. And so we closed all the uh, drapes and, and shutters so that we wouldn't ruin a shot. But if you're ruining a shot in a porn, then people are not paying attention at the right stuff. Yeah. Right. But regardless, so we closed all the windows. It was warm, so AC was on, and we closed all the windows. And we had them park their van up the driveway because our next-door neighbor's <laughs> children were, like, 13 and 14. And, and it was during school. And, like, please, when they get home, we really can't have them see anything. They're like, okay. Right. So they start shooting, of course, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon because porn. Shooting. So <laughs> 2 o'clock so in the afternoon. Is that the porn time Sporting. in L.A.? Yeah. That's when all the porn. You have lunch yeah. at 1, and then all right. of the porn gets the, shot at 2. The squirting happens at, at 2. <laughs> That's and the rule. I, well, I, am not, I am not catering. This, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 you we're, can do porn on a we're watching. Stomach? It was during the weeks, right? And so, we're, I'm at home, I was home from work, and I was watching on the VHS tape of All My Children. <laughs> and because I taped it, and so I turn on the All My Children, and Lonnie's watching with me because he liked to make fun of uh, this one actor, <laughs> and um, who's a really good actor, by the way. But anyway, so we're watching the TV, and now remember, all of our windows are closed, everything's closed. <laughs> And I hear this, and I'm like, no. Okay, now you're lifting that, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And I look at Lonnie and I said, oh, I didn't think of the sound because I never Uh, believed any sound in porn in my life because it never looks right. Squirters, not screamers. Exactly. (laughs) And it was all women. It, there was no dudes. It was just chicks. And ah. uh, so Lonnie goes out and he says, can you guys kind of you know, indoor voice? So it happens a few more no. times. Poor <laughs> Lonnie. And so finally they finish. And, and one of the girls who literally is wearing a squirt uh, soda shirt. Oh my God. Not kidding. Oh, God, oh, wow. really? Oh my God. Not womp, womp. kidding. Yeah. Okay. And so she she comes. She says, I'm so sorry. But when I squirt, I just can't help but yell. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Lonnie was high fived for weeks after that. They didn't know what was going on. They just thought it was me. So, oh wow! You know. Oh my god! Wow! Great story. So thank you, Jody. Right. That's a, always my no. favorite story. My favorite Jody you Hamilton you story. You didn't get a. I cannot work with this man. <laughs> we did not get. We didn't get any yelling going. You're in my eye line either. Oh my so god! <laughs> All right. Last question before we wrap up here. Will we be treated? There's lots of music questions here on the uh, Ask Us Anything. Will we be treated to a T-Rex Jody Hamilton duet in 2021? Wow. Happy New Year from Damien in York, Pennsylvania. So, Well, Sean, what do you think? Uh, yes, she will. <laughs> yeah. He's working yeah, on his squirting, he's working agent now. <laughs> now he's on his squirting song now. Now there's a, now there's a bidding war between Mike and David. What do you think, David? Oh, I would love that. I would too. Yeah, I'm I'm 100 in. Excellent. I think we should cover end of the world. That don't they know it's the end of the world? Sure. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. No, 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 just Mike and David then. Mm-hmm. Just there they go. I I resolved to do a Sydney Powell song. Oh. Oh yeah, that'll be great. And you know, Lynn Wood is kind of oh nuts right yes. now. Did you see the? Name. Yes, it is. Yeah, Lynn Wood <laughs> is absolutely a porn name, no doubt about it is. that. 
But he is, you know who Lynn Wood is? Lynn Wood is like one of the first Trump cosplayers. He actually goes out when he does public speaking. He dresses up like Donald Trump. He's got the hair and and the MAGA hat and the wool trench coat and the red tie and all the rest of it. He actually dresses up like Donald Trump. And he said here on Twitter today, I am fully aware of the onslaught of attacks being made against me based on my revelations about Chief Justice John Roberts. Before attacking me, maybe fair-minded people would first ask Roberts to tell the truth or ask Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, he is alive. (laughs) Wow. So John Roberts is engaged in some sort of... Yeah. Get the net. <laughs> right. Pedophilia, I believe, he's being right. accused of. Yes. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, what is like, what do, you, what is Justice Roberts thinking right now? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not his friend or anything, but still, it's like, can you imagine yeah. what he's thinking? Yeah. Right. Oh, and by the way, Goth Ninjas, we had a jetpacks made of beef this week, and and there are many, but there was one that stood out. As yet, we always talk about this uh, in terms of things that Donald Trump just makes up entirely, like things that do, have no bearing on reality whatsoever. So in other words, if Donald Trump said, I'm going to give every man, woman, and child in the United States a jetpack made of beef, all his supporters would go, yay, we're getting jetpacks made of beef, finally. <laughs> and they would celebrate their jetpack. But of course, it's not true. It doesn't matter, though, because wow. they'll believe it anyway. So the new jetpacks made of beef is that Trump won the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. Right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, he released another one of those videos. uh, I think it was right before Christmas. He released another campaign-style video. And one of the things was he showed... Like he was doing the editing. He didn't show anything. But in the video, there's a scene of him with uh, the leaders of Israel and the leaders of... uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, is it? Yeah, yeah. UAE. Right, and then they superimposed over top of it the Nobel Peace Prize, the actual medal. No, the no, award. no, 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 they, no, no, no. The Nobel Prize that they showed was for science and math. Even better. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even the Peace Prize. It was like, where, where the yeah, chemistry and math? Yeah. What right. the hell? Yeah. I mean, well, so this so is one stupid. of the, this is one of the things I'm going to be following into 2021 and beyond, which is just the, the complete disconnect, the furthering of the American idiocracy in this country where there are so many, so many immensely gullible people who will believe anything they're told by these creeps and weirdos of the Republican Party, especially Donald Trump, especially all the Donald Trump copycats are going to come after them. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. going to be one of the things I think we're going to end up talking about and quite the, a bit. The best, the best ways to do that are by advocating for a free press and for better yep. education. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yep. All right. Here, here. You know, I don't see a single exterior scene on Super Squirters 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, I'm wondering if, if, if maybe you ended up on the cutting room floor. Well, this explains, this among ex- other things. <laughs> yeah, Th- this explains the bandwidth problem. <laughs> That's right. Mike, your incognito tab is getting a workout today. Well, I'm, I'm glad something is. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's going to... That's going to wrap it up. We're saying our big F you to 2020, and I, I can't thank you all enough. Every single one of you, thank you so much. And I'm talking about the people who are on the show right now. Thank you so much for being part of this show. I could not do this without any of you. I mean, it's 
uh, it's just an immense privilege to be able to do this uh, Tuesday with Buzz, uh, uh, Thursday with uh, Jody and T-Rex, Fridays with Kimberly. Of course, uh, Mike, all of your contributions to the show. And I legs. couldn't be couldn't be more grateful. <laughs> legs, of course. Who, this is and the first time I've... Thanks to Stephanie Miller. Thanks to yes. Stephanie Miller for yes. making us all know yes. each other. Yes, yes. Stephanie yes. Miller exactly. is the... Yes. Thanks, center. Mom. She is the center <laughs> of the Stephanie Miller Extended Cinematic Universe. <laughs> And uh, we couldn't uh, we couldn't be more grateful to uh, to her she for bringing to to us all Carolina together. Or not? She, she did. I think she oh, did. Good. Yeah, she yeah. Did. yeah she I don't did. know if she's still there, but uh, she's 40, 40 miles down the road from me, and I you know wow. don't say hi or anything. So. Well, no. you know, yeah. no, she's. Uh, I <laughs> think Wait, she's where, home. what's what's forty miles from North Carolina? I'm forty miles no, from she, North Carolina. She, her mom is forty miles from me. That's what I'm saying. Oh, look out! Right. Gotcha. Now, Mike, David's going to be showing up at your door. <laughs> By the way, I, Jody, I wanted to thank you for the With lovely, lyrics. the lovely, lovely Christmas card that you sent. Oh and, yes, and, and yes, I, yes. I, but I have uh, two questions. How did you get my address, and why are you stalking? <laughs> Address when the Omaha Steaks thing was going on, ah. <laughs> and we all had the same thing that we had to fill out, and Bob put your address in there. Uh, I see. Oh, did I? Did, I, did, a, did yes, I? Yes, you did. So, so I okay. Thank you, Bob. Bob's right. fault. So Bob knows. <laughs> I I don't remember any of this. So he's tweeting your address out right stalking. now. Bob yeah. has been in the restraining order. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that all of you are are uh, allow me to hang out with the cool kids. I'm very grateful for that. You are the and, cool kid, Bob. And and, yeah. and we're all, of course. I think I can speak for everybody when I say how grateful we are for Bob. Yep. Yes. yes. Oh, We're all squirting yes. for you, Bob. Oh, everyone's, everyone's squirting for me. I couldn't be more at proud two. to get all of this. Yeah, if we're going to talk about good things from 2020, I'm really happy that everybody here made it through and that yes. nobody's sick. Yes. And that yes. we are all together. And thank God for y'all. Um, what about, uh, Jody? do you have any final thoughts as we wrap up for the year? Well, I, I just know that Sean has been interviewing for the Monday Bob Seska show. <laughs> oh, man. Coming no, in just, 2021. No, it's not. 2021. Uh, no. I thank you guys so much for letting me play in your sandbox. So, um, And thanks, obviously, to Stephanie. And, and uh, I love all you guys. Even Sean. Oh. Yeah, Sean. What, what about you? Sean Barton, who I've never talked to until today. <laughs> Just uh, grateful to be here. Just, All right. I'm just, just, just grateful to be here, and uh, thank you for having me on your show. Keep Aww. up the great work on the From Aww. the Bucker podcast, sexylittle.com. So nice. from Don't forget me. I get to say goodbye. Kimberly. Well, I'm just, not done yet. <laughs> I thought you were ending the show. Take it. Take it. No, I'm not done yet. I thought my squirting. I, I thought you. I, I thought you thought my squirting comment was the. Uh, <laughs> Was the you, last thing I was. I'm turning say. off your microphone now. <laughs> no, can we can can we get that sound again, Jody, uh, in the clear? <laughs> it's Bob Seska's New York Courtney. <laughs> oh man, Let's make it a tradition. Oh man, if that, that's the title of the show. I'm oh almost God. tempted. I'm tempted to make that that's the title really of the show. Do it. Okay, that's do, the title do it. Of the do show. it. <laughs> Okay, Kimberly. And I just feel the same. I'm grateful to know all of you. You guys are so funny and smart and interesting, and you enrich my life, and I, I'm so grateful just to be a part of it. And I'm also very thankful for all the listeners and everybody yes. who keeps us going because yes. you guys Absolutely. are everything. Thank you, and listeners. Thank you, thank, thank you, you. And happy supporters. 2021. 
Yes. All right. Yes. And I want to say too, uh, to our Patreon subscribers, not only uh, will I try to jump in and answer the rest of your questions uh, in the comments, but I can't thank you enough yeah. for making mm -hmm. this possible. I come in here and I talk and I get all my friends together to do the show, but we wouldn't be talking to anybody except <laughs> ourselves if it wasn't for everyone on Patreon, everyone who listens on all of the other uh, uh, podcast platforms. I uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand million yes. thank yous. Yes, yes from all yes, of us. Yes, yes, thank yes. you. Okay, that's let's it. Let's never ever do this year again. <laughs> no, never again. <laughs> but let's do the show again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> all right, folks, have a good one, and we'll see you in 2021. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. Bye bye. Love you guys. Everybody be good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.